This is the Ninja Legion with voice actor Troy Baker at Anime USA 2009. Done. Cool. Nice. Done. You sure? I think so. All right, well, let's go. We're done. I don't know my <laughs> recorder. Yeah. Is it going? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'm ahead like that. Thinker. Just ahead. Just ahead. Dear no God, shoulders. don't start. Please. <laughs> Please, God, no. It's too late. Deal with them all week. <laughs> you, so you're the handler? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I, I put these two on the little top leashes. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, they go and just pull uh-huh. every once in a while. I'm sort of the one that actually leads all this, but he's the one that tries to keep my sanity in check. He's just an ass, and he, and... He? Wow. He. No. Oh. And it's so it's a trap. No. We are going to switch seats now. No, we're not. I'm already getting too used to the trap panel. It's cold. You're calling me a trap now? <laughs> wow. um, anyway, should we uh, should anyway, start? Jim, yeah, so about that interview. <laughs> this is pretty much how our show runs. Dig it. So. <laughs> um, but, did that they was explain, a thumbs up, Did, did, did they way. explain to you what we do? No. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm just kind of, um, I'm both amazed and a little scared right now. So it's <laughs> well, That's about the, the right reaction. You actually go for it. Our target demographic is the amazed and scared. We've got the quick the version and the long version. The quick version mm-hmm. is where the daily show of anime news. Okay. I love the daily show. That's where I get the majority of my news. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, the long version is basically we take uh, anime, manga, video game news, the, what's going on in Japan, cool. and then we give a fan's point of view on okay. it. Okay. I'll give you one of these. Sweet. Thanks, man. Keep you informed of the latest new type of generation, and we also teach you how to kick. <laughs> yes, we do. That's awesome. Cool. So what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, I knocked you off no. guard, did no, I? No, no, yeah. we, we, we have questions. All right. I mean, we, we try to we try to be prepared. Try I didn't want to get into the complicated ones I have written down, so I didn't know if we wanted to start elsewhere. You, you want to just start with the the, the the first thing we have written down, the fun one. Yeah, kind of fun one? sure. Let's start with the fun one. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. So we know you did uh, some voice work for Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2. True story. Have you had a chance to play that yet? No, and it's been on purpose because I'm gonna lock myself up in my apartment the whole week of Thanksgiving because I mean everything pretty much shuts down that week. And that's all I'm gonna do. I nice. I, um, I, I kind of paced myself. I just finished Uncharted 2, which was very nice, absolutely amazing. I think Nolan North deserves an award for his performance. It was great. Um, I was a huge fan of the first one. Now I'm playing uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's it's taken me a little while because apparently they it, it's it's beautiful first of all, um, but they. I don't know if they, they took too many hints from people saying that, that it got really repetitive because it's like find the guy, kill him, and have a you know dialogue with him. He dies, and then you find out more, whatever. But now it seems to me like it's Grand Theft Auto meets Sims meets because you know you're not only responsible for killing people, but you're also you know trying to keep your family together and trying to find out who you are. But then you also have to completely renovate the city, and you have to gain money, and it's all these. So it's it's. Everywhere you turn, there's a side mission as opposed to just kind of running around like a sociopath and killing people. <laughs> so it's interesting. And I have a feeling it's going to be very, very complex. But yeah, Modern Warfare 2, um, I'm really, really excited. Because my first, it was my first Call of Duty title yeah. that I've worked on. And I was a huge fan of 4. Um, and I'm blown. We were talking about this last night. I'm absolutely blown away because $550 million in five days. Wow. wow. Just in the States. In the UK, 
That's not worldwide. $550 million. That means it did 10 times its budget in one week. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's absolutely crazy. I know, yeah, I know people who went to like midnight releases and they're like, it's just oh, yeah. outrageous. I can't believe how many people show up to buy this game at midnight. Everybody sold out. Every, I mean, at least in, in like the part of L.A. that I'm in, everybody was sold out. So, and they were having to get reorders the next day, and they sold out of those. So, and that's not including like rentals; that's sales. So, I mean, you think of all the people that didn't buy it that just rented it. There's another, you know, multi-million dollars worth of revenue. People so, skip work to buy that too. What's that? People skip work to buy that. Like, I, oh yeah, you skip work. Those, yeah. those are like the days when you <laughs> I do feel that. Ill. I can't. <laughs> I need to kill Russians. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's you, you look at. You heard about what got leaked? The whole airport level got leaked uh, in Russia and uh, Russia banned the game well we found, I, I played that level just the other day it's quite disturbing it is and that's exactly the word that people keep using is that it was very disturbing and they flew us out to um, to Vegas for the, for the premier launch party and there's probably I don't know maybe 500 to 1000 people we had the house of blues all to ourselves and that's when I found out that even though they had just gone gold they had shipped the game that got leaked, and then they had to come back and you know do a new patch so that that level was banned in Russia, and that there was a disclaimer at the very beginning saying there's some very disturbing scenes and levels. If you want to skip these, you know press X or whatever yeah. it is now. So, but um, talking to the guys at Infinity Ward, the reason why they did that was sure a little bit of shock value, but more than anything, they wanted to show the atrocities of terrorism. And that's the mm-hmm. whole point. It's not. It's not gratuitous. It's it's actually very very purposeful, and those guys made a very, very good game. I mean, the the, the gameplay is awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. The characters are incredible. The cast that's on it is is absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you know who all is in the game. Not not, not everybody. everybody yet. I'm now. playing through it now. You've so. got Barry Pepper, um, Will Arnett, Fifty Cent. Um, you've got uh, Glenn Morshower, who he and I are really really good friends he played my dad in a movie and <laughs> we still play poker together and so I mean you've got you've got a lot of people and it, it attracts people because they're so familiar like Will Arnett did it absolutely and he was like yeah because he's just a huge fan of, of the game so it was really cool to kind of be in the in the same project as those cats because it's the second game that Barry and I have done together we did a prototype together so oh, okay. it was cool working with him again it's fun it's crazy that's good I'm going to say we'd offer you to come down and play it since we brought it with us. I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> saving yourself. It. Yeah, because I just, once once I get dialed in, man, that's you're not going to see me. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, you know, go, I need your food now. <laughs> that's that. You're not, you're not going to hear or see me at all. So if you come to play, we'll, we'll be going to sleep at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. There will be there. no sleeping. <laughs> there will be no sleeping. There'll just be constant gameplay. It's supposed to be 10 hours of gameplay, so I mean, if I just sit down and play it through it. Well, I've been doing a special ops right now. Oh, really? So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and my buddy, three-star and everything. You heard about the, the apparently there's an AC-130 mission where you're no you're, you're in the gunship and your friend is on the ground. Oh, no, yeah, I played that the other day. Or you can do it the other way Yeah, I just played that, that's right. And you're communicating via the headsets. I'm like, you're too close. My boss at work was talking to me about that. Him and the, I work at a restaurant, the general manager and the one busboy like complete opposite ends, you know. They yeah. Play it together online, and they were doing that mission the other night. And they were telling me about it. It was pretty nuts. That's what's so great about video games, though, man. It just completely levels the playing field. And Everybody's no matter, just <laughs> yeah, you're all right there, you know. 
Or in that case, you know, the the bus boy can be the badass for the day, and the general managers are going, "I got to give this kid a razor killer." <laughs> one of the two. One of the two has to happen. Though, so, option one doesn't look likely. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, while we're talking about mm. uh, game studios and Infinity Ward, yeah. Um, how is it working for one of the most demanding slash leading RPG studios in the world? Um, Square I, Enix. Could you speak up a little bit because the same catch at that one? Oh, I'm sorry. You well, and, and chair closer. Yeah. Well, I mean, how how is it working for Square Enix? Because on which project? Well, let's talk about the one that's supposed to launch in March. Can't talk about it. Not at all. No, it's it. They haven't. They've announced the release date. They've re they've released three trailers. They've um, and depending upon when this is going to come out, they're anticipating releasing the English cast like around December, January is what we're hoping. Mm -hmm. um, uh, okay, so it's not announced yet. It's, right. It's still okay, gotcha. Everybody knows. Everybody. Yeah, knows. Everyone knows because people have been following it so closely for years. Because it just come on. No, I can say this. Um, because the director has been announced for that game, and I've worked with Square before, so let's just say that I've worked with people that are involved with the studio on other projects, I can tell you my experience with them. Square is amazing. Um, with all of their properties, they take them very, very seriously, especially when you deal with some of their bigger um, franchises and projects. It's, it's, you know, that's what has made Square Enix who they are, and so they're very protective of it. That being said, they also understand that you almost have to make a different game for a Western audience than you do for a Japanese audience, because culturally they're just very, very different. Mm -hmm. um, so working with, uh, I've worked with the director Jack Fletcher on other stuff before, and Jack is probably one of my favorite directors to work with, hands down. I'll do anything for him. Um, and he's got the credit behind him. I mean, he's, he went to Juilliard, and he was an actor himself, and then he got into directing. He's... He directed the Final Fantasy movie, he directed the Animatrix, so this guy knows from where he speaks. And he is one of the best at pulling a performance out of you, but letting it be yours, as opposed to him just sticking his hand up your ass and moving your mouth for you. Um, and I love him, and he's, uh, he's, he's a great person, both you know in, in a studio and outside of a studio. Um, Square Enix has um, been very, very cool with me. They're very excited about the projects that I've worked with them on, and they've been very, very supportive. So, um... Well, like, the last project you worked with was Square. Yes. That's still Xbox exclusive. Which one was that? Last uh, Terminator? Yeah, the last one. That, that one's that the PC. Last one? The PC and 360. Yeah, PC yeah. and 360. Um, They're supposed to bring it to the PlayStation. It's killing me. Well, <laughs> and that... Was that Square or was that Namco Bandai? No, that was Square. Square. Okay. Last Remnant was, was Square. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of uh, the Tales. Um, and, and what I did with Last Remnant was, you know, wasn't one of the main characters. But the, um, the, the thing with working, each, each developer and each publisher is, is different. And, and more often in video games, you deal firsthand with the developer than you do with the publisher. You're going to... Um, there's there's going to be the audio lead or the writer a lot of times or the director or the producer from um, from the developer unless you're dealing with I mean, there were people from Activision there while we were doing Modern Warfare 2 and there's a game that I'm doing now where we've got both people from not only just the 
the publisher in this case is is a little bit different. It's not like a Ubisoft, but it's someone who owns the property that we're working on. So they want to be hands-on just because there's a long legacy that they've already established, and so they're just trying to keep it all, you know, continuous. Are we interrupting their stuff? Do we need to? Hi guys. Okay, you're cool. Okay, I'm just making sure. Hi. You listening have no idea what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Paratroopers just swooped into the room, but we took care of them. Um, so yeah, it, it really depends on the, the the people that you're working with. But very, very, very seldom do I have an uh, you know an instance where they're taskmasters or they don't let you have the the freedom because everybody just wants to make a good game, and they cast you for a reason, and they just simply want you to do the best job that that you can. So. Um. Yeah, you're looking for dirt. You're looking for the gritty stuff. Yeah. Hey, look up here. You're we're, there. We're, we're trying to you're think there. of questions that, you've probably, that you don't get asked all the time. <laughs> no, those are very good questions. <laughs> What's the biggest difference between voice acting for video games and for anime? And for anime? Yeah. There's a huge difference, um, mainly just logistically and technically. Uh, with video games, 90% of the time, it's all prelay. It's all... Um, got no animation to work off of. You may have a character description and maybe some um, uh, you know, mock-ups of the, of the characters that they've done, um, but they're animating to what you're going to do. And So even a lot of times they're going to have a camera in there, they're going to capture your facial movements or, or how you deliver the line just so they can have a frame of reference. Or you'll have, you know, on bigger games a lot of times we'll go and we'll do the motion capture where you get to put the suit on and you're actually interacting in this world. Um, with anime, you're you're dubbing something, so you're you're taking something that's already done. The animation is going to stay; it's not going to change. And you've got to not only it's not translating the words; it's translating the thought. Mm -hmm. So you have to take this thought that is said with this in Japanese, but it's said with this much in English, and you've got to fit it in this amount of space. And so it becomes this, you know logistical technical shuffle of making sure that you convey the thought, the emotion, the, the language, and still make it sound natural. And it's really, really hard to do. Um, because everybody wants to have good, you know, sync, you know, matching up the lip flaps. But at the same time, they don't want it to be like Speed Racer, you know, or which Peter Fernandez is amazing and we're standing on his shoulders, you know. But um, it, it's, it's, it's still people want real they want very and, and Japanese culture is um, with anime it's, it's a lot bigger than what it is here um, so it, it, it depends on the show it depends on the director that you're working with but as far as the difference it's mainly just a logistical I like to have the same performance that I would give in a video game be the same that I would have in Naruto or Bleach or Trinity Blood um, it's just a how you get there is, is going to be different Had a favorite cast to work with or a favorite project to work on as far as voice acting is? Yeah, I had a lot of fun on Tales of Vesperia. Um, the cast was incredible. There's, um, the, we worked on uh, a game that Konami actually canceled. We worked on Castlevania where we got to go to Japan and actually do the motion capture there. And that was me, Travis Willingham, Laura Bailey. I mean, three of us, you know, and another friend, Jack Cox. Um, or Jefferson Cox, that, that, you know, 
we're in Japan and we're getting to hang out with people that we love. They're like my brothers and sisters, you know. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, there's a game that has been announced that's coming out soon that I was in. That that's one of my favorite games to work on so far, just because we had so much latitude and we had such. It was it was a great script to begin with, but what they allowed us to to put into the script and put into the performance was just so enjoyable and it went forever and when you take like an RPG game like Tales of Vesperia um, you have the ability because the script is so long and you're gonna work on it for so long that you really get a chance to to really get into the character and actually really become ingratiated to it and it, you become that that person it's almost like doing theater um, and so that those those opportunities are, are a blast there's other um, there's other games that I've done where it, just simply being a part of um, uh, something that has so much history, um, which, it sucks. There's a lot of things I can't talk about yet. Um, <laughs> but those those things are, are fun for their own right. But um, there really hasn't been. There's been a few games that I've worked on where I'm like, Ugh, it was just it was it was hard work and there was not much enjoyment in it. But pretty much every game that I do, I mean, the, the cast that's chosen is chosen for a reason, and they're the best of the best. And the games that we get to work on, people are really writing good games now. So every time I get a chance to walk into the booth and work on a video game, I'm just, I'm a nerd, so I'm just <laughs> skippy. I'm happy. <laughs> um, um, we know that you've done so. You had a, a, a band that you mm -hmm. were in. Yeah. Uh, prior to, I guess, I don't know if it's prior to doing voice acting yeah, or yeah, simultaneously. It's, actually, it's how I got into voice acting. Uh, the band that I was in, we were recording in a studio, and the studio also did a lot of commercial work. And so I, I always wanted to get into radio, and so I kind of popped my head in there one day. I was like, hey, if you guys are looking for somebody, you know, and they kicked me out and didn't want anything to do with me. And then two weeks later, I got a phone call saying, if you're still interested, get down here in 15 minutes and let's, let's see what you can do. So I get in there, and I get in the booth, and I just... It was car commercials, so I just did what I heard on the radio. I was like, this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! You know, that whole thing. <laughs> and uh, I got the job. And I, I started doing car commercials for, like, several dealerships, like 10 dealerships in, in, uh, in Dallas. And then through that, I met um, uh, Chris Sabat, who cast me in my first uh, anime, which was um, Case Closed, which he tricked me. He said that I was going to be the main bad guy that sets everything up, and it's all going to be about me, and it's going to be about you know Conan that the the lead uh, is trying to track down this guy that did this to him. And I literally I show up, I say "Sweet dreams, detective," and you never see me again. <laughs> it's like they flash up a picture of me going this guy, but you never hear me again. So I did one episode of uh, of Case Closed, and that was my you know introduction into recording anime. But then it, it, you parlay it into another thing. So I mean the the band. It's really just translating that kind of energy and performance into a different medium. Because it's just like being on stage and, and singing. I mean, you're, you're putting on a show. It's just a matter of how you apply that to, to what you're working on. So. so would you prefer to do music or stick with voice acting? I want to do both. both. I mean, I, I, I like to think of myself a little bit of a renaissance man. I mean, I, I'm still, I'll always be a musician, but there's always been an actor inside of me. Um, and I, I've got too much... Um, I don't want to say energy, but I mean, I've just got too much stuff that's going in. I've got to have an outlet, and the more outlets that I have, I wish that I could paint, and I, I wish that I could um, do do a lot of different things. But I mean, I was never good at sports, believe it or not, <laughs> and so I had to find some kind of you know avenue for me to to express myself and to challenge myself and to grow and 
and um, you know you take Travis who played football both high school and college and you know he had you know 11 other teammates to to really kind of learn how to be a part of a team and I just chose mine to be you know three other guys in a band how we're going to be a team and how we attack problems and how we grow and have fun and, and have all that camaraderie so um, I, there's there's aspects of playing live that I really really miss every time I go to a concert or every time I go to see a band play it you know there's a there's a part of me that that's that is remiss to not have that anymore but I have no desire to be in another band because it's like being married you know you're just yeah. married to three other people as opposed to one and once you do that and it ends you know you don't really want to go back and and, and redo it. I'll play out live, and I'll, I'm working on. I have been working on an album for three years, and when it's ready, it'll be done. But I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of a band and go out and play club gigs and try to get a deal and go tour and all that stuff. I just. I don't know. That ship sailed for me a long time ago. So. Anyone? Blue. Tuesday. I'm just. <laughs> those are the answers. You guys apply them however you want. <laughs> Bananas. Um, All right. No, you really no, want to? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, he's good with editing and stuff. We can, we can, we can make this all. Look what Troy Baker thinks of this. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And let the rumors begin. Copy and paste. I see the train here. I yeah. see the wreck here. <laughs> Let's put those two together. Let's bring them together. <sighs> make this happen. You look oh. like you had a question. Um, actually, I did, and I forgot it. <laughs> well, you're smart, aren't you? I'm SMRT. Yes, I'm so smart. SMRT. Yes. Well, who has a question? Fire away. I love your t-shirt, dude. I used to play, I dumped so I many quarters into that pretty hitting game. It was insane. I always... Well, we had uh, a little golf place up from uh, where actually I go to the college at. Mm -hmm. And they had... where I hit the ball into traffic? I think so. <laughs> and, I used to do that. I used to get up on top of the miniature golf course on the highest hill and just whack! I mean, just balls right onto the freeway. finesse and, I did and it went out in traffic. Brilliant. And like that's all. That's the only thing I cared about was they had a rampage machine there. They're supposed to be doing and a new one. They're supposed to be remaking it. Oh, that's sweet. Really? Which would be fantastic because it wouldn't be, be something you're working on, would it? No, I wish. Uh, I'd want to be Godzilla. So Lizzie, Lizzie, yeah. Lizzie. It's Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Yeah. Well, thank you. Now, get out. Copyright. Blah blah. Because <laughs> I'm Japanese. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> So, how much of your time do you spend normally gaming when you've got free time? Like, is that pretty much what you do in your free time? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's when I have free time, and it really depends on, because there's, there's that lull, you know, of between, like, August and, you know, October, where there's nothing really coming out, um, and then November hits, and it's just kind of like, now it's catch-up, which is really cool, because production slows down, obviously, as because everyone's trying to... I am a phone Um... You know, all throughout the summer and even into the, the fall, everyone's trying to get everything out so that they can release in November, January, February. So uh, as production starts slowing down because people have, you know, shipped all their games out, then that gives me a little bit more free time. So November, December, and, and the first part of January are normally slower, but there's still stuff that is, is going on. Like there's, there's three projects that are kicking up in December. So it's, um, it's, it's really weird because I think... You look at a game that's like as successful as Grand Theft Auto or, or you know Modern Warfare 2, and people are realizing that this is a medium where there's a lot of money to be made. Because no matter how bad the economy gets, people still want to play video games. They still want to watch cartoons. Mm -hmm. um, an escape. So yeah, it's an escape, mm -hmm. um, and it's something that 
is relatively cheap. I mean, for the bang for your buck, if you pay an average of fifteen dollars for to, you know an hour and a half of entertainment for a movie ticket, but you can take that and you can pay four times as much to get ten times as much time, mm -hmm. and be able to because a movie is all about my experience. You may go with several people, but you're not experiencing it together. You just go and we, like we went to go see Twenty Twelve. We went to uh, midnight showing. It wasn't worth the midnight showing, but it was fun being with everybody else. Mm -hmm. But we got there, we sat down, watched the movie, and three o'clock in the morning, so I was left. But to be able to sit at home and play Rock Band or Modern Warfare 2 or something that, that is that, you know, um, uh, engaging with other people, that's, that's 50 bucks well worth spent. Mm -hmm. And you get to keep it, and you can either trade it, like my buddy of mine got Modern Warfare 2 for 15 bucks, because he traded in COD 4 and Grand Theft Auto, which he never plays anymore, because all he wanted to do was play Modern Warfare 2, it's the most updated thing. You play Grand Theft Auto, you get really tired of feeling, I don't know, cousin, maybe I can. So you traded that in and got it for 15 bucks. So it's 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 a brilliant, it's a 4.3 billion dollar industry right now. And we're talking to somebody last night, and they say by 2012 it's going to be in the double digits of billions. So it's doing more money than movies are doing for a lower budget, and the production value is just as high, if not higher. If you look at Uncharted, that game looks, plays, and is performed. Flawlessly. There's not a problem with that thing. So, I'm not passionate about this at all. <laughs> I don't have any opinions on this. I actually just got done beating Uncharted 2. Yeah, yesterday, before I even came up here. Really? I got done beating it. Had to take it back to the rental store, drop it off, and then uh, do the work. I gotta get done, and then we came up here. Did you feel and it was too long? I didn't feel it was too long. I felt though that, the, and I felt it was a good game, but there were still some bugs and glitches in it that I kept popping into. You've got to want, were you? And, but aside from that, like it was a really great game, and the only thing that I really felt that was lacking was the final boss battle. I normally it takes me a while to go. Okay, I know I can't just mow this guy down. What do I have to do? Mm -hmm. and to me, it was like, well, this is smart. Run around, shoot. Oh my God, give it away, but. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get away. If you're, if you're listening to this, you haven't beat the game. Run around and shoot all the blue stuff. Uh, shoot the sap of the trees. That's how you beat him. Um, but to me, it was not... There's no big boss battle needed. It's not. It's like playing a movie. And in a movie, you're not necessarily going to have that. You're just going to have a showdown. And I, the only thing that I thought was a little interesting was that the big... Um, guys. Mm -hmm. Those were actually guys just in suit. I'm like... I shot them so many, many times, times. <laughs> so there was something special about it. Well, but they, they were they were the, the they had been eating the stuff. So yeah. anyway, it's a great game. Play it, and I won't give anything else away. So, um, is there a um, favorite video game that you have of all time? Oh my god, Rampage. Ramp, yeah, <laughs> Rampage is because it's just like I hate the world and I'm gonna blow up a city. Um, favorite game of all time? It's really hard because I mean, I've played. I've been a gamer for a while. So I mean, I go back to you know, I go back to some some old school games. Um, I still love Galaga. I think it's still challenging oh, as all get out. You know, um, Galaga is. Um, I remember the first time I ever saw a Pac-Man machine and thought it was just 1981, dude. I was like, oh my god. And Centipede, I get used to get all these like little weird blisters because if you went too fast, you get your skin caught where the trackball meets. Oh god. But I have like centipede hand. Um, that's what those are from. It's from centipede. Um, 
scars of gaming. As far as gaming. I don't know, I really have to think about it because there's a, Uncharted has really become one of my favorite games of all time just because it's it's so so well it's everything that you want in a game. Modern Warfare 2 is, is definitely going to be one of my favorites. Only, I mean, I think because I did uh, Matt Baker and Brothers in Arms, and all three of them, and um, the the third one especially, while it had its problems, um, I still think was one of the best stories that has been in a video game so far. That you really cared about the characters, they really developed the characters, and supposed to be working on a fourth one. We'll see what happens. Um, but I, I'm the one guy that really wants to play the story mode. I know people that. All they play is multiplayer, which is cool. That's for them what they want out of the experience. But I like to see, I want to honor the writers because I know there's a lot of people that work very hard on developing a good story, and that's what I like to, that's what I like to play. So. Uh, I think that's going to be it uh, question-wise. Cool.